Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m., Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and on Saturdays, you'll find us on KKLA, uh, that is 99.5 FM on your radio dial. That's at 11.30 p.m. So if you're up late at night, maybe you're working, maybe you're studying, and you want to hear the word of God, you'll find us there as well. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we're faithful, we're bold, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. There is no plan B. There is no, uh, no other option, but only God, only his word. At this time, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. If you have a prayer request, certainly we want to hold that up before the Lord because he's able to do all things. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness and grace, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness for blessing us, Lord God, throughout this day. Lord God, keeping us, bringing us back here uh, to this place at the appointed time. Lord God, we are here to worship you in the beauty of holiness. We're here to magnify you, to lift you up, to exalt your name. Lord God, to bring every thought into subjection, every ideal that would try to promote itself Lord God, we want to bring that down, that you be glorified. We want to exalt your name, exalt your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless those that are under the sound of my voice at this moment. Lord God, you know who they are. Lord God, you know and understand all things. You know the need of every individual that is listening and those that are tuning in and those that are present. Lord God, you know the opposition that they may have faced this week. Lord God, you know, Lord God, the victories that you have given. Lord God, help us to recognize those things. Help us, Lord God, so that they don't go unnoticed and that we testify and tell of your goodness. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your kindness lord god for the healing of sickness and disease lord god we thank you uh, lord god and for the pain that we did feel we thank you we thank you lord god for those things that that caught our attention lord god and, and uh, lord god while we was yet praying or lord god that the things that got our attention and made us even pray more lord we thank you lord god we thank you lord jesus for the very thought, Lord God, revealing yourself unto us. Lord, we pray and ask if there's anything that we've done that is was offensive to you, whether it was in thought or action. Lord God, I pray, ask your forgiveness over your Lord God. Lord Jesus, for all of us. 
Lord God, so that we're found pleasing in your sight. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. Lord God, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Lord, those that are tarrying for the Holy Ghost. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would fill them, Lord. Fill them, Lord God. Lord, fill us all again with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, by your evidence, Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Lord, as you did in the days of old, you troubled the water. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, and you blessed those that was nearby, those that was crying out for help, those that refused to sit quietly and not make their requests known. Lord Jesus, we make our requests known this morning. Lord Jesus, we call for your help. Lord Jesus, and we appreciate that your ears are able to hear and receive us, Lord. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask as we go further in the service and in, in the ministering of your word that you would bless us, Lord God. Lord Jesus, to that your word have preeminence in our life. Lord Jesus, bless your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for you are a safe place. We thank you, Lord God, as we are standing strong in you by your strength. We know that it's not by power, nor by might, but by your spirit. We thank you, Lord. We ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen. At this time, we're going to have our opening scripture. Thank you, Lord God. Coming from uh, the book of Psalms, however the Lord is leading. Let's be prayerful. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we can rejoice and be glad in it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the, in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Acts 2, 46-7 And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of the word. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So, truly, we thank and praise God for his kindness on this day, this 15th day of January. And, um, you know, I want to encourage you and, and certainly um, we solicit your prayers. I know I solicit your prayers. And, you know, I want you to connectingtruth.org, connectingtruth.org, uh, which is our 
our website and media. And um, if you put in a, a prayer request, be sure to put in a valid email address so that uh, we can respond back. We can respond back to you. And, um, you know, we'd love to hear from you and we certainly thank you for, uh, for your support. At this time, you know, I was listening to something. Um, LG is, is not here this morning. You know, LG is our, our, our new drummer. He, he's excited about, about drumming for the Lord. Uh, but uh, there is a praise song, you know, that I want to, uh, I had never heard it and I, I enjoyed it. And I want to play some of that. Um, and uh, and just enjoy Jesus, just enjoy the Lord. You know, we have to know how to enjoy him and rejoice in him too. And I'm not just excited about him. Those are not just words, but I'm, uh, I'm rejoicing in him. I'm learning how to just, you know, we have to love him the way he wants to be loved. Not, not the way we want to do it, but let's love him the way he want to be loved. All right. Now, this is and sisters in the Lord of the apostolic faith, singing and magnifying God. I'm telling you, and I'm I'm not done with that. And when I was was, uh, it just make you want to go in and praise and worship unto the Lord. It just make you want to party and just have a good time in the Lord. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. We're going to go on into the word of God. <laughs> Ain't no party like an apostolic party. Now, apostolic means the apostles teaching. Uh, we, we were a cornerstone apostolic church. And recently we uh, renamed to cornerstone of grace. Apostolic means the apostles teaching. From Genesis to Revelation, that's what we believe. We believe the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Mighty God, bless you, Lord. Yes, yes. From Genesis to Revelation. Some think that the word of God is only the New Testament. They don't stop and think about the messages that was being preached was from the Old Testament. I'm going to pause this. For though we had this on our, our large screen here, um, enjoying the praise and worship that was that was going on as we were also praising and worshiping too. And so um so I, I paused that, but listen, the message that they preach was from the Old Testament. Jesus preached from the Old Testament. I, I love writing uh, from the Old Testament. Uh, some of the books and the re most recent book that was written, um, the, the Lost and found uh, the understanding revelation.
from Genesis to Revelation. Also, you'll find it on Amazon as the as day seven are written from the Old Testament. The message that Jesus presented, the message that the disciples and others brought forth, scriptures were retrieved from the Old Testament. And so you cannot relinquish, you cannot move the Old Testament and say that it's not valid any longer. Jesus didn't come to destroy what was already written, it's his word. He said heaven and earth would pass away, but his word would stand. His word is higher than his name. So he can't do away with his word because then that would do away with a number of other things which we're not going to go into this morning. Wanna direct your attention to the book of Psalms, Psalm 71. I'm going to start reading at the 12th verse. It says, O God, be not far from me. Now, do I need to repeat everything else that I had said earlier? You didn't catch all that, did you? No. Oh, okay. All right. Psalm 71. Talking to our program. O God, 12th verse, O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste for my help. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversities to my soul, troubling me, getting on my nerves. Some folks are reaching to get on your ass nerve. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. Some people that are looking to hurt you, they purposely Go, are going out of their way. Uh, maybe you are in employment, your place of employment. You do all that you're supposed to do. You're doing what you know to do is right. But with that, there are always a, a few or maybe one individual that will try to find something to blame you on. They go out of their way. He said, but I will hope continually and I will yet praise thee more and more. I'm going to hope. I'm going to continue in my hope. I'm going to continue in my act of faith in God. I'm going to continue more and more. My mouth shall show forth thy greatness. I'm going to show forth thy righteousness. I'm going to show forth thy righteousness. I'm going to show forth his greatness too. And thy salvation all the day. Sometimes when I don't feel like it, you know, we, we use this scripture for the ministers uh, to be instant in season and out of season. 
it doesn't just apply to them. We have to learn to be instant in season and out of season when you feel like it and when you don't feel like it. You have to be like a package of Kool-Aid, add water, add some praise to it and stir it vigorously, you know, and, and, and change, the, change it from being dry to being a wet liquid. Add some flavor to that. Maybe you want to mix some lemonade and grape together. I don't, but listen, my mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all day. For I know not the numbers thereof. I don't know how many days I have. Uh, we were talking one day and a friend of mine, a wise woman said that, uh, that, that she said I, I, that she has more days behind her and less days ahead of her. But we still don't know the number of our days. He said, I will go in the strength of the Lord. I will make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only. O God, thou hast taught me from my youth. You know, when I, when I look back, You've taught me some things in my youth. Some things I didn't realize until I got older that you were actually there all the time. Uh, the songwriter said he was there all the time. He was there all the time. God was there all the time. We didn't know it. But his goodness and his mercy was there, even in the worst situation. Whether someone was molesting you mentally, physically, emotionally, God was there all the time. And he knows how to use all of that in your testimony, your recovery, your salvation and help in ministry toward another. Oh God, thou hast taught me from my youth. Whether my daddy was a drunkard, God, you were still teaching me. Whether my mother was, was careless and uh, God was still teaching us, it, it don't matter because they had faults and frailties that they need help with too. Uh-huh. Sometimes we don't stop and think about the one that mentored us or raised us that they were damaged. They were damaged somewhere along the way. And God know and knew how to work with that. That's why you're here to give him praise and glory even now. Oh God, thou hast taught me from my youth. And here too have I declared, I'm declaring thy wondrous works. Now also when I'm old, he's thinking ahead. I'm thinking ahead. You're thinking ahead. Now also when I am old and I am gray head. Oh God, forsake me not. I've traveled through my, my adolescence, my teen years, my young adulthood, and thank God to be out of that. 
and entered into a, a state of manhood. You've entered into a state of manhood, a womanhood. And, and now he said, Lord, when, when I've reached that point where I am considered to be gray-headed, when I've considered to be old, an elder, natural elder from age, don't, don't leave me, don't leave me, until I have shown thy strength unto this generation. I have something to show you. And thy power to everyone that is to come. First Corinthians 4 and 20 says, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Romans 15 and 13, may the God of hope fill you with joy, with all joy and peace. We, we just experiencing and we're still reminiscing on the joy of, uh, of the victory. And, and so may he fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that ye, uh, that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Ghost. This morning, we're talking about power. God's power. Not talking about political power. We're not talking about money power. We're not promoting any other power. We're not talking about the principalities of the air. We're not talking about anyone else's power. We're talking about God's power. That is a power that you cannot live without. Power, as you know, is the ability to do something. I saw that there are different types of power, a few that I've mentioned, but you know, there is the influential or legitimate power. There's concern, uh, <laughs> coercive power, <laughs> physical power, you know, mental, emotional, you know, and some use it for bullying. Others use it for uh, to win games, you know, as the, the 49ers uh, took down my Seahawks yesterday. Uh, so that they used coercive power and overcame the, uh, listen, uh, the same with the Jaguars who, who uh, knocked the Chargers out. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a different kind of power. And then there is expert or the power of knowledge, which no one can take from you. Uh, I get teased sometimes because I, I like to read. I like to read, you know, that it's not a pastime sport, but I like to read. And I believe that if you were in my profession, then you would love for me to read. You would encourage me to read. Just like you in you're hoping and I, I, when you go to the doctor that they are reading. When you go to the doctor, you hope they are studying medicine. That their practice did not begin 20 years ago. And since that time or since the time of their graduation, they have not picked up another book. Okay. Knowledge. Power. Information. Uh, 
is important, but we must be aware, as mentioned, that it changes over time. The only thing that does not change is God. God's power is never deplenished. God's power never becomes weak. I was watching a, a recommended show called The uh, uh, Warrior Nun. And, and so within uh, some of the episodes, uh, they captured God or who they considered God to be which says it was just another individual, another entity, because you're not going to capture God and you're not going to put him in a box where he cannot go wherever he can go. The Bible said God goes to and fro. God does whatever he want to do. Uh, darkness is as light unto him. And, you know, but when we watch these movies, there is a limitation on the God that they produce. I'm not talking about that God. I'm talking about the sovereign God. He doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's the source of all truth. And when you tap into truth, that you want to tap into truth. You want to, you know, we hook our, our cell phones up. We hook our tablets up. We hook our computers up. And, you know, and, and so we tap it into a source of energy to be recharged. You want to tap into the truth uh, and be recharged because the Bible said, uh, know the truth and the truth will set you free. And we have to accept the truth. We have to understand the truth. And then we have to go through a process of accepting it again because sometimes we accept things as truth uh, because in the way it's explained to us and then we find out, oh, there was another part of it that I didn't get. And maybe it uh, was because we could not ingest all of it at the moment. You, we're not going to get it all at one in one setting. Uh, you may not be able to handle it all in one setting. But when you get the truth, even that small part of it, it's freedom. And there is the power of reward. We're waiting to be rewarded. The power of reward is so dynamic. Huh. The power of reward is so awesome that I can it has me waiting. Now there's two waitings that it has me waiting on God. Lord, I'm your servant. I'm not servant to just the Lord, but I am servant to your people. I am servant to ever, whoever needs assistance. Because you said he that is great among you, let him be the servant of, uh-huh. So those uh, of ministers that think they are, you're the servant we're the servant of others, not to be served as Jesus did not come to be served, but he came to serve. And so we are to serve others because of what God has instilled within us. The power of healing is not, even though I may call this body into subjection and, and tell myself body be healed, I may pray for myself at times, 
But that gift is for others to be blessed. Well, let's go on. The power of reward, and that's one weight. So I'm waiting, uh, I'm aware. Then the other weight is that I am occupying till he come. I'm looking for him to come. Lord, I know you're going to break through. I know you're going to come into this situation. I know you're going to come and receive us unto yourself. I am waiting. I am looking, knowing, anticipating with expectations of receiving a reward. The power of his reward. I hope you're even rewarding yourself. There come a time where you need to reward yourself. Yes, sometimes you need to reward yourself. You're doing well. You know, you're studying. You're handling the things that you need to handle. It's all right. Go ahead. If, you, if you're a coffee drinker, go ahead and stop at Starbucks, get your uh, mocha laka, whatever you call it. You, you know, I, I'm, I'm just a plain black coffee drinker. And every now and then I drop some cream in it. You know, and that's a treat for me. But you, sometimes you need to reward yourself. You know, they call it uh, for those that are that are exercising and hitting the gym and different things. They, they call it a. Um, a a um, a cheat day, a cheat day. You've been good all week. You ate your veggies throughout the week. You ate the Brussels sprouts and carrots. You ate the broccoli. You know you had salad. You ate all your veggies, asparagus. You know all that good stuff. And you know you 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 ate your proteins and you know whether it was beans. I don't know if you whether you're vegetarian, whatever, or you're meat eater. You know, and then it gets to the end of the week and they call it a cheat day. But it's really a reward for the fact that you were disciplined throughout the week. And so you reward yourself with a little bit of something, something, you know, the your, your favorite carrot cake. Yes, I'm from right there in South Pasadena. Now, listen. <laughs> You reward yourself with something that you like to have. And, and so um, you need to reward yourself. You need to reward yourself. And some of this I, I've written about, you know, but listen, the greatest power is unequivocally God's power. The Bible tells us in Matthews, the 28th chapter, it says, then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where, oh, holy ghost, ha, glory, bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, and when they saw him, they worshiped him. They worship Jesus. And some doubted. Everyone that was present did not believe. And Jesus came and spanked unto them, saying, All power, all power, all power. You, you need to put it in your heart right now. You need to put it in your mind. You need to speak it to your all power. 
is given unto me in heaven and earth. This is what Jesus was saying. You need to recognize, Lord, I know you have all power. You got all power in heaven and earth, the same power that created the heavens and the earth. Maybe you have a need this morning. Maybe you have a need this evening, depending on where you are, as you are hearing this message that require power like no other. No other power is equal to this. You need a change. You need a change. Sometimes we need a change. I, I certainly needed a change. It, there are some changes that I'm looking for to occur even now. You want an outcome of something that you're anticipating to change. Like the disciples, you will need to do some repositioning. The disciples had to reposition themselves. Those that was following Jesus had to go into a certain place that he had told them to go to. Go over here. I'm going to meet you there. I'm going, yes, right there, that geographical look right there. I'm going to meet you right there. Be there at nine o'clock. Where do you want me to be? 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona at nine o'clock. I'm going to meet you there. And as long as you show up there, I'm going to meet you there. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody did not believe. And so everyone did not go. Those that went, they repositioned themselves with every step made. There was a blessing in each step. The Bible says they went to Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Since the last service, we talked about the safe place. Did you change your address to Psalms 91? Did you reposition yourself to Psalms 91? Did you make Psalms 91 your relaxing place? Did you move the things that you're storing or that you were storing over into your new residence in Psalms 91? Oh, bless your Lord. Since the last service, have you moved? I'm certainly not preaching just to hear my, I'm not declaring, I'm not witnessing, I'm not teaching, I'm not writing just to hear myself. I, I'm doing it because God has a blessing in store for those that believe. It was there where Jesus met them and said, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. It was there where Jesus ministered to them and gave them instructions. Go to Jerusalem. For the promise that has been given unto you. Luke points out that some doubted. Maybe you are doubted this morning. I'm not talking about Thomas. Thomas had questions. 
someone pin uh, that on him and said, well, he's a doubter. You're not doubting because you have questions. You want clarity. You're not doubting because you've been to uh, you've been someplace and and they told you that they were of God and, and only and mm, mm, Lord bless me, Lord bless me, Jesus. Uh, you are not doubting because you because they told you they were evangelists and and, and then they mighty God. You're not doubting because uh, because uh, someone tried to. You know, hey, there was those that that follow others. You know, we've had them in our, our day and time. We, we have them in our history that we can look back on. They drunk the Kool-Aid and died. So to ask a question does not mean that you are dying. You're asking a question for clarity. Now, if the once you receive the truth, and then you walk away from the truth, that's a different story. Luke points out that some doubted. They no longer wanted to believe even their eyes. You know, we hear, but there are times that we uh, seeing is believing. If you don't hear, if you don't want to believe what you hear, you should believe what at least what you saw. They saw the heal. They saw the healing of those that were sick. They saw the blind receive their sight. They saw those that were depressed. They saw those that were down and castaways. Blind Bartimaeus who was told to shut up. He don't want to hear you. And yet Jesus heard him. And delivered him. The man that was in the tomb. That. Uh, was in the graveyard that had been bound with freighters, had lost his mind. Demon possessed. The man was possessed. The man couldn't help, had lost control of his own body. Infiltrated by spirits as some that will hear this message. As some that you may pass by in Walmart. Some that you may pass by in Target or when you go to the auto shop or wherever you're going, sitting down at Denny's, somebody sitting there uh, eating, looking normal, but yet filled with spirits. And their spirit within them is crying out for help. They're looking for the power of God. Jesus helped that man. When they saw him sitting down talking to Jesus in his right mind, they didn't want to have nothing to do with him no longer. They didn't want to have nothing to do with, with our Lord and told him to, to, to go, go on, go on your way. Go, go on. They were afraid. Unlike the movies, you need power a greater power to fight the powers that exist. I wanted to say the powers that be, but listen, and some of you may know that the lyrics of that. Firefighters use fire to fight power by neutralizing an area. 
so it doesn't have anything to burn. Just like the firefighter, God has neutralized the power of the enemy. What the enemy could have, what he would have used against you has been neutralized. The Bible tells us in Colossians, the second chapter, it says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us. There was a lot of things that was against us, which was contrary to us and took us out of the way, nailing it to the cross and having spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. He has a victory over them. In him, we have the victory. In God, we have the victory. Through Christ Jesus, we have the victory. The power of God is not limited to spiritual intervention. You know, it's not limited to just spiritualism. The Bible tells us in Mark, the 10th chapter, it says, and Jesus looking unto them said, with man, it is impossible. With, with Pastor Christ, it's impossible. I don't have the power. But God does. With man, it's impossible. With, with you, it's, uh, you, you have limitations too. Uh, all of us have limitations. With man, it is impossible. But with God, for God, all things are possible. All things are possible. Because he has a power. Then Peter began to say unto him, now check this out, because you went there. Uh, maybe you've gone there. I, I know I went there some uh, some time ago. I, I needed some clarity. I needed to be put in check. I, I needed some help in, in this area. Uh huh. And so did uh, the chief apostle Peter. The Bible said, then Peter began to say unto him, lo, we've left all. We left some stuff behind and have followed you. We followed you. And Jesus answered and said, truly, I say unto you, that no man have left house. You didn't, you didn't just leave your house. You didn't leave your brother, sister, your father, your mother, your wife, your children, or land for my sake in the gospels. But he shall. I need you to underline this. I need you to highlight this because we have a, uh, at the end of the year, we talked about it is well. If anyone asks you, your answer, it's all good. It's well. He said here, but he shall, he shall, he shall. You need to highlight that. He shall. Uh, I will. I'm going to put it that way. I will receive a hundredfold now in this time. Let me let that marinate for a moment. Get my dance on. All right. <laughs> he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time. A hundredfold in this time. Houses and brothers, sisters, mothers, and children and land with persecutions and in the world to come. Hey, eternal life. 
Ooh, my God, thank you, Lord. He just added another chapter. He shall receive a hundredfold. You did not lose anything. You did not leave anything without receiving anything. Listen, the Bible says that after all that Job went through, the Bible said after all that Mrs. Job went through as well, that at the end, their reward was greater. Well, Mrs. Job, the devil used her. No, that's you heard somebody say that. There's no discerning of scripture that says that the devil was all in her eyes and all of that. She's watching her husband suffer. She has lost, she's filled with anguish of losing all of her children. Well, at the end of all of that, when Job was restored and all that he had lost was restored, Mrs. Job was there with him. Who do you think had them babies? Mm -hmm. Who do you think helped spend him, spend that money and all the things that he received in restoration for what he went through? Listen, the Bible says, and he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters, Matthew 17 said, notwithstanding, they asked Jesus about taxes, notwithstanding, contribution, least we should offend them, go thou to the sea. Tell them, Peter, Peter, you're a fisherman. Your talent of what you have, your talent of what you work to do, no matter what your talent is, your talent, use your talent. Now, it doesn't mean stay in the same place where you are. We talk a lot here about progress, being progressive, you know, and, and so you don't stay right where you are. Well, I got this job, you know, and, and my job is punching holes in, in a sheet of metal. That don't mean that for the next 10 years, you punch a hole in a sheet of metal. No, learn how to build something out of the metal that you're punching holes in. Learn how to use the the, 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 the the little chips that fall out of the metal pieces because eventually someone's going to come up with an ideal of how to use those little metal pieces for something. And you're going to be like, oh, I, I thought of that, but you didn't do nothing with it. You were not progressive. You didn't take the initiative to do anything. Peter, Peter, I want you to take the initiative right now. I want you to follow these instructions and go and cast your hook and the and the fish the very first fish the very first fish that comes up i don't care how big it is how little it is he said the first the fish that first cometh up and when thou open his mouth so you got to open his mouth up don't just look at the size of the fish well it looked like a guppy the Bible said, despise not the day of small things. <laughs> Mighty God. <laughs> Bless your name, Jesus. Despise not the day of small things. He said, open his mouth. And thou shalt find a piece of money 
that take and give unto them for me. So that's what you're going to do. God wants us. He wants you to succeed. He wants me to succeed. We're all, we're going to succeed. That's why I say, uh, join us, be blessed with us. We're going, we're succeeding. He's enabling those that believe. The Bible tells us in the Psalms, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be closing. Tell us in the Psalms. The Psalmist says, I believe in, and and so he offered up this prayer. Oh God, be not far from me. Lord, don't, don't be away from me. Lord, be, be near. Make haste. Sometimes we want the Lord to hurry up. Somebody said, you can't hurry God. You, you know, I remember going up singing that song. You can't hurry God. Oh no, you just have to wait. You got to trust him in his time. No matter how long it takes. He's a God you can't hurry. He'll be there. Don't you worry. He may not come when you want him, but he's right. This psalmist is saying, Lord, make haste. Lord, I need you to hurry up. Sometimes it is a hurry up situation. And you know it. And you want God to know it. It is a hurry up situation. And so his request was very specific. Lord, hurry up and help me. You know, I feel like that sometime. And I think you feel like that sometime too. Lord, hurry up. I need you to hurry up and, and get involved in this. Then he says that, he said, let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. They have sat down, they done drunk uh, two thirty. They done drunk a couple of thirty-two ounces of haterade, and and they want to hate all over you. They've spoken and, and pronounced your failure. What they don't see happening, what they expect to happen, and they're looking for your demise. But he said, "I'm going to continually hope in you." It don't matter that they that they walking around with all that water weight from the from the hater aid they done drunk. It, it don't matter if they walking around professing failure, you know, because they reaping it right back upon themselves. It don't matter if they looking for my demise. I'm looking for a a fruitful future with you because you have all the power. They don't have the power. You have the power. I cannot listen. Listen, you cannot listen to what they say. They don't have the power. He said, I'm going to continue. I'm going to hope continually in you. And I'm going to praise you more and more, even though they exist. I know they exist, but so do I. And my existence is great because you're great. My existence is powerful. Your existence is powerful because he's powerful. Your existence is greater because he is greater. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He said, my mouth is going to show your righteousness. I'm going to speak of your righteousness. But I, I love this part here. He said, now also when I'm old, and I've dropped down to the 18th verse, so. He said, now when I'm old, when I'm old, Lord, as I get older, I don't count myself as old. I'm older. I'm older. 
Yes. And gray-headed. I don't have gray hair. I have platinum. That, that's the that's the word for it. It's platinum, you know. And it's not all platinum. It just got some highlights of platinum. Oh God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation. This generation. This generation. I'm talking to this generation. Thank you, Father. I'm talking to this generation. Those that are listening, those of this generation, you're part of this generation. And those that are to come, when I, when I am off the scene, when the day come that the Lord calls me out of time into eternity, this message is yet, as, and with many other messages, is yet going to be ringing on throughout eternity. I love the gospel because it is everlasting. Everlasting gospel. This is everlasting gospel. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. This is an everlasting gospel. And so for this generation and those that are to come, that when I'm old, when I'm old, and my grandsons, they pop, they pop, papa, they, they call me. And they never fail. They never fail at the end of their conversation. Whether they are exiting the car, if they hanging up the phone, even if I if I win a game of 21, you know, sometimes we play a little basketball and I might win that first game. And you better know they're coming at me the second one. But it never fails at the end of the conversation, at the end when they're exiting the vehicle, when they're done, they never fail to say or to leave without saying, Pop, old man. They love to emphasize that. To them, you reach a certain age. Uh, my uh, LG was telling, uh, telling his mom, said that, asked her how old she was, and she's not that old, you know. And, but yet to him, it's ancient, as it was with us. He said, I, I can tell them that he's never failed. I'm telling you this morning, God has never failed. He's never failed. He's never failed me. He's never failed you. We used to sing that song. He's never failed me yet. He's never failed me yet. Jesus Christ never failed me yet. Everywhere I go, I want the world to know. Jesus Christ has never failed me yet. He's never failed me yet. He's never lost a battle. Now, all of us can lift our hands as a witness to that. He's never lost a battle. No, when we do it his way, we see the victory. When we do it our way, we lose the victory. He is, he doesn't have that score, you know, that, that, that now the Seahawks have a nine something record compared to, you know, compared to the Eagles who have a 14 and zero. Listen, 
He's never lost a battle. He's always won. And he's only laid down his life once. And that was for you and me. And then he picked it back up again. He's never lost a battle. That was a, a strategic move to redeem us. We were held hostage. We were, we were captive. Mm -hmm. We were captive. We, here it is, the war of the anointed in progress. And we were taken captive. We deceived deception. Uh-huh. Deception started in the garden. We were taken captive. And he freed us. A strategic move was take, had taken place to set us free. And the Bible said that, oh, Jesus. The Bible said that, that he went down into the grave and he preached a message to those that were sometime disobedient. And the Bible said the graves opened and those that were in them got up and went through the city of Jerusalem. And people saw their loved ones and recognized them. They didn't stay here. They went on to glory. They went on. He's never failed. And you need to tell someone he's never failed. He made a strategic move to redeem us. That repentance and remission of sin is preached in his name. That's why we preach in the name of Jesus. That's why we baptize in the name of Jesus. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus. That's why we call upon his name because his name was given for salvation. You need to be saved today. You have to call upon the name of Jesus. If you want your sins remitted today, you need to be baptized in Jesus' name for remission of sin. If you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to call upon him. You need to call upon him. He's got the power. The, the, the European group that sung a song, he got the power. No, no, no. God has the power. And he, he has already overcome the powers that exist, the powers of principalities and others, the, the prince of the air. He's overcame all of that. Corinthians says, for the kingdom of God is not in word. It doesn't matter how, how great a person sounds, but it's in power. And that power is what you need to live this life. That's why he told him to go back to Jerusalem. Told him to go to a particular place, meet him there. Told him to go to Jerusalem, and on the when the when the day of Pentecost had come to a, a, a fulfillment, the Bible says that there came a sound of a rushing mighty wind that filled the house where they were sitting, and all of them were filled with the Holy Ghost. They had power to be a witness. That's what the Holy Ghost is for. It's a power for living. It's a powerful witnessing. It is the power that transforms this body from mortal to immortality. It's the power within that God has given us. And without it, you cannot and will not be saved. Romans says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. We're trusted in him. He's a safe place. He's safe. You can trust in him so that you may overflow with hope. Sometimes it seems hopeless, but the fact that, and it may look hopeless. It may sound hopeless. I'm talking about some things that, that under 
Many circumstances right now seem hopeless, but I'm filled with hope and I'm hopeful because of the power of the Holy Ghost. God, the enemy said it would fail, but God didn't say it would fail. And that's what makes the difference. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy and your grace, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your word that has gone forth this morning, Lord God, and through the, the different platforms, Lord Jesus, those that were are watching on YouTube, those that are listening through the podcast media, those that will hear it on the radio, those that will see it on cable. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. And we pray and ask that you would bless the recipients in the name of Jesus. Lord God, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, continue to pray for us as we are certainly praying for you. You know, I started the broadcast um, with some information and let me just reiterate that right now while I'm thinking about it because sometime I'm uh, just so excited about the Lord and what he's doing. But, you know, we were, we were talking earlier, if you submit a prayer request, you know, if you visit connectingtruth.org and and <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me, excuse me. Thank you, thank you, Sister Sharice. <laughs> you, you submit a prayer request, connectedtruth.org. Oh, bless you, Lord God. You submit a prayer request, please give us a valid email address so that we have that information. Um, so, so, you know, we can respond back to you. And certainly uh, the Lord is blessed. We've released a, another book. Um, and understanding Revelation, if you don't understand Revelation or if you're afraid of Revelation, you're going to want to read the uh, Understanding Revelation, Genesis to, Re to Revelation. Now, that will be released as a digital download. The hard copy of that is, the, uh, is day seven. 